come on this journey with me. Each week when you join me, we are going to chase down our goals, overcome adversity, and set you up for a better tomorrow. Hi, and welcome back. I'm so glad you're back here with me this week. Okay, let me go over what we're going to talk about today. We're going to go over a really important concept in persuasion, sales, public speaking, presenting, which I think is really powerful. You may already be doing it and not know that you're doing it. You may have heard about this in the past and forgotten about it, but I'm hopeful that it gives you a little bit of clarity and a strong reminder to want to talk to you about firing clients, overcoming your villains. Okay. I just want to mention something that came up in my life that reminded me, you know your girl, I wrote the book, Overcome Your Villains. I'm all about it. But sometimes we forget that you can actually fire a client and actually that is time well spent when you take a deep dive and look at the grief to gross ratio in your life and in your business. Okay, and number three, going to answer a couple quick questions that came in for my new sales, confidence, and branding class, which is kicking off this week, Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to be live with you if you're in. So click the link below in the show notes if you want to apply for my sales, confidence, and branding masterclass. It is going to be so good. It's going to be game-changing, and I can't wait to see you there. Okay, so let's start with this first concept. Do you like how I gave it to you in threes, right? The three things we're going to cover, which is the rule of three. Now, this is the one that you may have heard about this before. You may not have or you may already be doing it. And it's funny because I stopped myself and started thinking about what am I approaching leveraging this rule of three, right? Because this is science-backed. There's so much data to show that the number three is such a powerful number in the field of communication, whether it through writing, through speaking, through presenting, it, it doesn't matter. It's fact. Our brains respond in a very specific way to clusters and groups of three. It's not challenging for the brain to process. It's not overwhelming, meaning it's not information overload. It's not too much. However, it's giving justification and enough supporting evidence that it makes sense and persuades the mind. So grouping elements into three groups is powerful. You're going to see it all from the Bible right until today, right? So there's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Cut to today, there's a stoplight and there's green, yellow, and red. There's the stars, the moon, and the sun. (laughs) I mean, there's so many examples of the power of three all through life. Start looking for them. You're going to start seeing them. And you know what's interesting is I was applying it to my own life before I decided to talk to you about it today, and I started thinking about my books Both of my books are broken into three parts, so much so that my second book has a three-part system, the back system, beliefs, action, and knowledge. I wasn't being intentional, maybe, about it when I did it. However, that is the exact structure that both took on. So sometimes we're doing things innately that we've learned through our experience lead us to success. I want you to be really mindful of this one because this is a hack that you can use anytime you're going to write something, anytime you're speaking or presenting or looking at how to set something up for success. I want you to think of the power of three. Okay, so the rule of three, there's been so many books written about this. A good one is Dave Linehan's book, Bulletproof, but there's so much data out there. There's publications in the Atlantis Press. There's You can go down the rabbit hole 
check out the rule of three and you're going to find so much supporting evidence and data around this. I just look at my own life and see it in really powerful ways. But implementing the rule of three is going to deliver you better results, right? So use this data, use this information to empower and support you for future success. There's so much around political speeches. It's incredible. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. But again, these facts go back to the Bible. It's so interesting to me. Nothing is new, by the way, right? Like we might be discovering the information for the first time today or remembering it or or going down the rabbit hole today. But this stuff all dates back to the Bible. None of it's new. And and truly, I don't think there really is anything new anymore. Well, maybe I guess AI is new. Okay, we're going to give AI a shout out because artificial intelligence is pretty incredible. And if you haven't been using ChatGPT yet, where are you? I'm actually going to be covering some of the artificial intelligence that I'm using in my business now during my masterclass this Saturday and Sunday in hopes that these tools, when shared in a safe setting where people can ask questions can help your business expand, evolve, and um, and leverage cutting-edge technology, which why wouldn't you want to have that? Okay, so let's get back to the rule of three. All right, so there's this power around this concept of breaking things into threes, and, and a lot of it has to do with how our brain processes information and groups things together to handle information effectively and efficiently. Uh, part of that has to do with our memory. And and again, we don't want to overload people. People are already overloaded with information in their day-to-day life. I know for me, and think about yourself, when you sit in a presentation or go to a speech and someone's throwing so much at you, in some ways you shut off. You start daydreaming. You're looking out the window like they've lost you. It's really important to simplify things, keep things simple, which is critical in success and communication, but also to give them enough justification and or support so that they're persuaded to to your way of thinking, right? So the number three is just, it's a number that is comfortable, however, doesn't overwhelm. It simplifies yet justifies, which is really important. And when your goal is to persuade or influence someone, you want to, you want to offer them reasons to your way of thinking, but you don't want to overload them so much so that they shut down. Three is going to give you that key number to make your argument, your topic persuasive and encourage them to your way of thinking. So think of things around the power of three. Okay, so again, this is for speaking. This is for presentations. This is for me writing my books. And I wasn't even conscious that I was doing it until now. And I'm sitting down and actually diving into it. Um, If you want to promote your products or highlight the features and use three adjectives when you do that, really take a look at what your goal is and how you could potentially use three words to use the power of three, three examples to illustrate the power of three, right? Think about that power of three. Think about organizing your speech into three parts. Think about writing your book in three sections and keep this concept in mind. Again, it doesn't have to be the only way you do things. However, it's a really successful and proven way. And there's so much data to show the brain likes to process things in threes. Okay, I'm going to give you some more examples. And again, I'm going down the road of this book, Bulletproof, which gets really deep into it. But, you know, he's talking about the importance of dividing up a speech. And this is so good. This is a quote from Dale Carnegie. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them, then tell them what you said. 
would tell him what you told him, right? So that is how I approached the speaking business for two decades when I was in the media business. I always would take the stage. I do it differently now. But this just goes back to proven formulas for success, right? And it worked for me for a long time. I'll tell you what I do now. But I used to take the stage and I would tell them what I'm going to tell them. Then I would move into actually telling them. And at the end, I would tell them what I told them, right? And that works. That framework, that, that power of three right there, it works. I've evolved that in many ways now since I've become an entrepreneur and when I, a quote unquote keynote speaker, and when I take the stage now, I always start with a personal story. However, that personal story, I'm somehow going to bring around full circle at the end and tie through some part in the middle. So it still is the power of three, right? In my mind, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. The beginning is I always lead with personal story because it captivates and connects with an audience, which to me is critical when I kick off a talk. I'm going to weave somehow that personal story into the actual teaching part of whatever it is I'm teaching or sharing in that talk, which is the middle. And in the end, I'm going to come full circle and close out that initial story to the end with the ask of the audience, right? So it still is the power of three, even though it might not be as obvious as I was doing it when I was a little bit more junior in my speaking. Okay, so... Anytime you want to emphasize a phrase or a word, here's something that's important for you to know. Frequency sells, right? So the more you repeat or expose to messaging, the more impact you're going to have. In a world where people are over-inundated with messaging, there's a power of seven, which is ultimately around this idea that you need to hear messaging a minimum of seven times before you're actually going to process it and take action upon that messaging. That's why in advertising, you might get an ad to your email. You might hear it while you're listening to Spotify. You might be served an ad on your computer with a visual image, and you might see these images all day long, and you're thinking, why do I keep getting this ad served to me? Because you actually don't end up clicking on that ad or taking action on that ad until you've probably seen it at least seven times that you're conscious of, right? So, and this is something I've worked with my clients who give TEDx talks specifically, is reiterating and or mentioning Whatever your tagline is going to be your big idea multiple times throughout your talk is really important. One of the ways that you could do that is through that pattern recognition of the power of three, right? So a minimum of three times. Again, if possible, I would do it even a little bit more if you can, because we know frequency is what sells. Hearing something multiple times is what's going to work. And seven is really the number from my experience and expertise in the advertising industry. Seven was the most powerful and successful number to deliver upon getting someone to take action. But in a talk, in a presentation, at least three times with some of these taglines or big idea messages that you're trying to get the audience to take home. When I started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling my group coaching on the regular, and it is just so easy, all because I use Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort. Thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. I didn't know what I was going to do when I got fired. Launching my own business seemed so intimidating. I didn't know how to set up a website, and I really didn't need to. Shopify does it all for you, and they make it so easy. It was that breakthrough moment for me that I realized I can do this. I can go to work for myself. Thanks to Shopify. What I love about Shopify is you don't need to have all this technology information ready to, you don't need to know how to plan and run things. You just need to go to the platform, turn it on and know what you're selling. And Shopify is going to help you figure out the rest. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries, including your girl right here. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Monahan, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Monahan now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Monahan. No matter what stage you're at, they're going to make it easy. Okay, so let me guess. Like me, you get stressed out during the work week. Maybe some nights it's even really difficult to fall asleep because you have so much to do, so much pressure on you, being a parent, working, dealing with difficult clients, traffic, just all of the regular headaches that everybody's dealing with. I got you on this one. I decided to try a different approach because I was sick of feeling anxious and stressing out about falling asleep at night. Well, that's where CBD from CB Distillery came in. And wow, it has been a real change. CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. No fluff, no fillers, just pure, effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experience more calm. 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and 90% said they slept better with CBD. If you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change that I made to CB Distillery. With over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. I have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code confidence for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code confidence, cbdistillery.com. Okay, here's some examples. Political, which I think are interesting. Barack Obama's inaugural speech, homes have been lost, jobs shed, businesses shuttered. So he's painting a very bleak idea, but he's giving us three examples so we're a little bit more persuaded to his way of thinking, okay? All right, Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. We cannot dedicate, we can not consecrate, we cannot hollow this ground government of the people, by the people, for the people. So it was interesting because he used it twice in that same long sentence, right? Okay, Steve Jobs' Stanford commencement speech. It means to try to tell your kids everything you thought you'd have the next 10 years to tell them in just a few months. It means to make sure everything is buttoned up so that it will be easy as possible for your family. It means to say your goodbyes. 
So that was broken into three different sentences, right? So again, this is a really powerful way of communicating, a powerful way to share concepts with an audience, an individual in a way that their brain is going to recognize pattern recognition. Their brain is going to process readily. Their brain will not be overwhelmed, will store in short-term and long-term memory, and will be highly effective. It truly is a magic number when it comes to communication. And again, such an example for you is by books, right? My books are divided into three parts, both of them. And the second one is actually a three-part, it's a three-step plan, B-A-K, Beliefs, Action, Knowledge. And I was not even consciously aware that that was what I was creating when I did it. However, based upon my experience in communication, I knew that to be the right recipe for success. And I want you to have that recipe for success too. So if you're giving a talk, if you're presenting to someone, think about how you can leverage that power of three to express your idea in a way that will be more memorable, that will impact your audience in a more important, stronger way. And again, it can be in something you're writing. It can be in a presentation you're giving, a conversation you're having, but just think of how you can leverage that power of three to be your most persuasive self. Okay, so next I wanted to talk to you about this idea of firing a client. Okay, here's where it comes from. When I was in the radio business, oh my gosh, I had just gotten in the radio business. I was probably in my early 20s, and I'll never forget I worked for an independent owner who ended up being a mentor, a partner of mine, an equity partner. We worked together for years. Still a good friend to this day. When he was first working with me, I was spending an inordinate amount of time with one client. Do you feel me on this? Had you ever had these people that are sucking the life out of you, right? And again, it doesn't mean they're bad people, but they want so much more from you than what anybody else is demanding, right? There's customers out there that are just easy to work with, that appreciate you, trust you, get your value, are, you know, rocking, great to see you, and they move on in, into their own life. And then there's people like this client that I used to have that literally wanted to consume my life. They wanted me there every day. They wanted me sitting down and explaining things. They wanted me holding their hand. Now, there's some people that are fine with that. You're fine with that if that client's paying you millions of dollars. Right? They're paying you an inordinate amount of money to warrant and justify that time, and it doesn't bother you, and it doesn't suck the life out of you. Great, right? And there are people out there. A good friend of mine actually was explaining to me he has a consulting client he works with that takes a huge amount of his time, but they're paying him millions of dollars to basically be on hand 24-7. He loves it. He's got a great rapport with them. He loves getting into their business at that level. It works for him. For me, back to this radio example, I was not getting paid a huge amount of money, but they were getting a huge amount of my time. And so my old boss pointed out to me, listen, if these people want that level of commitment from you, they're going to have to pay for your time and your expertise at that level. If they want it just because they want it, that's not going to work. And it's always okay to fire a client the same way you would fire someone from a relationship if they're not treating you properly in the way that you deserve and want to be treated. There's nothing different. This is just another relationship that you have that this one happens to be centered around business. Very often we have partners and decide, you know, in business, this partnership's not working. We're going to go ahead and end this business partnership. Wish you the best of luck and move on. There's nothing different when someone is a client of yours and they're asking too much of you in regards or in exchange for what they're actually paying you. And, and once you have that realization, 
it's fine to take a step back and say, okay, this is where this no longer works for me and I am going to go ahead and terminate this agreement. So I was having a thought about this recently, especially as I'm gearing up for my confidence sales and branding masterclass this weekend. And I was just thinking about all the different ways that we can improve our business, improve our revenues, become more efficient, become more effective, reach and touch more people and, and more businesses. One of the best ways is to say, what is the grief to gross ratio on my current existing client base, right? And let's improve and optimize those. Let's take a look at who we need to end our business dealings with and who those ideal clients are and let's start creating more of them. So you have that opportunity, that choice, fire the clients that are taking up too much of your time that 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 grief to gross ratio is not there, end those business relationships and, and agreements and free them to go find someone that, you know, they're a better fit for and then free up your time so that you can lean into that avatar of that ideal client that you have that knows, likes, and trusts you, that loves doing business with you, that pays you a very high level amount of money that is worth your time. And watch how much better you feel, watch how much more efficient and effective you are, and watch how much more revenue you create. And for anyone that's out there that's saying, oh gosh, I'd love to do that, but I'm, I'm just too desperate. I just need to get business. Desperate is so unattractive and desperate will never attract the type of clients or clientele that you want. You've got to shift that narrative that you're telling yourself. Desperate is not for you, right? So whenever you're coming from a place of desperation, you've already lost the battle before you even entered entered the fight. So let that idea of desperation go. There is always more business out there. Someone was saying to me, oh, when the economy is uncertain, it's so hard. There's billions of businesses out there. There's billions of people that need the solution to the problem that you solve. Expand your mind, expand your horizon, look for different ways, look for different opportunities. I promise you don't need to leave from a place of desperation. And when you do, you set yourself up from failure from the word go. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books. Getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,000, 25, 1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25? NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Nothing is as powerful as having all of the information you need in one place to make better decisions. And right now is a time with NetSuite's unprecedented offer. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellence in performance. Absolutely free at netsuite.com slash Monahan. That's netsuite.com slash Monahan to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash Monahan. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. So 
As I mentioned, I am kicking off my confidence sales and branding masterclass this Saturday and Sunday. I'm super excited for it. It's all live. I'm going to be answering all your questions. And I've got some of the people that have already bought their tickets for my event are sending in questions ahead of time. So I wanted to answer a couple of them. This is so interesting to me because I've heard this from so many people I work with. Okay, one of the questions I ask people on the intake form is like, tell me what you're struggling most with because I want to know the audience that I'm speaking to ahead of time so I can do the best job for them when I'm actually live with them. Understanding what my pain to purpose story is. I feel like I have two very different skill sets. I so resonate and relate to this. Okay, one is real estate investing and, and this person goes into what that dynamic looks like. The other is identifying market opportunities for SaaS companies. Okay, very different. So this person, and here's how I think you can relate to this. Here's how I relate to it too, is that this person has two very different skill sets. They aren't necessarily connected when you initially look at it. However, they're still great skill sets. They still bring value to different audiences, right? And, and this person's saying like, how do I bring a personal brand to market when I have these very different skill sets and, and offerings. I faced the same problem. When I got fired, when I was 43 years old, I, I remember my whole background and expertise was around sales and sales leadership. I had been running publicly traded media companies for over 20 years, and I was a chief revenue officer. That's what I did, right? I drove revenue. I built sales teams and drove revenue. Well, when I got fired, I wrote my first book, Confidence Creator. Here's what was interesting is that I had launched a personal brand around this concept of boss and heels a year before I got fired. So I was a chief revenue officer in media. And really, I was sharing how I made it to the C-suite and how my whole life I had been told that you had to look a certain way, be a man, dress a certain way, wear blue pantsuits, and act a certain way, not be loud, not be outgoing in order to make it to the C-suite. Well, I had proven that all wrong, right? Because I wore my hair in a ponytail and wore dresses and I am very loud. I did all the things people said you couldn't do and I made it to the place people said I couldn't go. So I created this hashtag boss and heels, which is all about like, be the boss that you are. Don't let somebody else tell you what being a boss looks like or, or what you can or can't do. Go out, be the true you and watch how powerful you become and, and how doors and opportunities open for you. Of course, you have to work hard too, right? So, I mean, there's, there is a lot of strategy and work that goes into all of this, but I was making it simple in that don't buy other self-limiting beliefs or others' rhetoric because I had done that for a long time. It's inaccurate. It's not true. Maybe it's true for them, but it doesn't need to be true for you. And it certainly was not true for me. Okay, so that was my hashtag, Boss and Heels. That's when I still was in corporate America. I got fired. I wrote Confidence Creator. Suddenly, I found myself in an interesting spot, much like that person that I just read to you um, from my intake form, I felt like I had two very different value propositions, right? One was this value proposition around my expertise in corporate America, building sales teams and driving revenue and selling and teaching people how to do that. And then the other piece that I felt I had this huge value prop in was around how to create confidence because I had lost all my confidence and I had recreated it. And that's where my book Confidence Creator came from. So those don't necessarily look like they match, right? Like there's, okay, how do you bring all that together? However, you know, what's so interesting is that now that I'm five years into this journey as an entrepreneur, I am bringing both of those together. I'm actually doing it this Saturday and Sunday in my sales confidence and branding masterclass, right? Like I, I have now found a way to bring them together. 
However, when I first started, really it was 2018, I basically walked away from the sales, sales leadership and sales expertise side of my business because I wanted people to know that I was more than that, that I could do different things than that. And so I really leaned into my book, Confidence Creator. I started taking massive stages, speaking about how to create confidence in work, how to innovate in, in work, how to collaborate on teams via confidence in yourself and how to build confidence within the teams and people around you. When I look back, that was a major error that I made. I didn't need to drop 25 years of my expertise to lean full into this new thing that I was talking about. I could have done a better job saying this, and this is the approach I would suggest for others. Look at your business, look at your personal brand as like this giant umbrella. It doesn't have to be one thing, right? So for me, it was all around empowering others, setting others up for success, pulling the curtain back and teaching others the hacks, tips, and and tricks to get ahead in business and in life. Now, when that's the overarching umbrella, confidence can be part of that. Sales can be part of that. Sales leadership can be part of that. Branding can be part of Like all of these different things have a place at the table. But first I had to create that giant umbrella, which was going to extend completely over everything I did, this overarching umbrella that I would have. And then I could constantly create new products. I could create a speech around sales training and and sales development. I could create a speech around confidence. I could create a speech around what innovation in business. I could create a speech as long as it fell within the umbrella that I had expertise and experience under. It didn't have to be siloed into just sales or into just confidence. And I approached it that way at the beginning and that was wrong. So Here's what I would encourage you to do in this person that sent this question to me is that, yes, you may not see what's linking these skill sets together in, in, in this person's situation. It's, it looks like it's real estate and some real estate in one area and then opportunities with SaaS companies in identifying market, oh, identifying market opportunities for SaaS companies. Okay, so this person doesn't see the connection yet. So what I would challenge you to do is like, what is that overarching umbrella, which is really representative of who you are? Mine is about empowering others. So what is your overarching umbrella? And I'm going to make it up for this person. It's helping individuals and businesses drive revenue and create success. I don't know, like I'm making that up, but you've got to figure out what is that overarching umbrella. I believe anyways, it should go back to like, what is your purpose and your passion in this life? I love helping others. That's why I have this podcast, right? Like I I want to teach people the things I wish I had known when I was younger. And for me, tying my purpose and my passion back to what I do on a day-to-day is so meaningful. It creates confidence within me. It inspires me. It motivates me intrinsically. I'm like excited to get up every day and do the things that I love to do because I am coming from a place of my true purpose and passion. So when you can incorporate all those things, gosh, it makes your personal brand so much more real, so much more meaningful and really accelerates the process for you. So so the, the whole concept is find out what that overarching umbrella is. You don't have to pick one or the other. I made an epic fail for a couple, my first couple of years doing that. I should have always been creating the umbrella and then operating wherever I felt you know there was a need or wherever I saw I could offer a product or service that could solve a problem for somebody. And it didn't have to just be in one topic. PSA to small businesses ready for an exclusive offer? Just Work supports small businesses with simple, seamless solutions like integrated payroll. Now for a limited time only, try out their payroll plan for one month free. 
as a reliable and flexible platform just works earns back time so you can focus on running your small business with big confidence. You've got enough on your plate. Save time with payroll that checks all the boxes like automated payments, tax calculations, withholdings, and expert support. And the best part, no hidden fees. Designed to be flexible, JustWorks can support teams of one to as many as your small business hires, including contractors. In just 30 minutes, set up payroll that streamlines paying your team, saves time, mitigates errors, and is desktop and mobile friendly. You can even integrate time tracking and benefits that support running your small business with big confidence. Don't miss your chance to get one month free by visiting JustWorks.com slash Confidence. Secure the limited time offer and start letting JustWorks run your payroll so you don't have to. Start your free month now at JustWorks.com slash confidence. So I hope that helps. I hope that gives you a little bit of an idea in regards to your personal brand and, and start asking yourself that question. What is that overarching umbrella for you? Everyone has a personal brand. Whether you're holding the pen and dictating it or you're allowing the rest of the world to dictate it for you, grab that pen back and start taking control of that narrative, how you want to be seen, sharing what that overarching umbrella is for you, sharing those products and services and pain points that you solve for people and helping the world become a better place. So that's my message to you today. Take action, get out there, make today the day you start leaning into your personal brand. Done will always be better than perfect. And don't forget, that rule of three. I hope it's helpful for you. I'd love to hear your questions. If you have any, you can go ahead and DM me on any platform. I'm at Heather Monahan. You can go to my website, heathermonahan.com, fill out the contact us form, send us your questions. We will answer them live on air. Until next week, keep creating your confidence. And I hope I get to see you Saturday and Sunday at my confidence sales and branding masterclass. And the fact that that's three topics is not an accident. Check out the link in the show notes below and you can apply there. See you then. Hi, I'm here to tell you about a new podcast that I am so excited about, Negotiate Your Best Life, hosted by Rebecca Zung, a part of the Yap Media Network. As a globally renowned narcissist negotiation expert and an attorney recognized by U.S. News as a best lawyer in America, Rebecca shares her invaluable insights and strategies for navigating life's toughest negotiations. By drawing from her own experiences and the wisdom of her high-profile guests, such as Bob Proctor, Mark Victor Hansen, John Gordon, and Rebecca delivers empowering advice that will inspire you to reclaim control of your life. Negotiate Your Best Life is all about how to negotiate your way to greatness. She provides practical guidance on how to break free from toxic relationships, stand up against injustice, and transform chaos into freedom, possibility, and purpose. Many times, the first negotiation you do is with your own in the morning. In the morning is when you wake up, and that's when Negotiate Your Best Life is time for you. It's about to find your way to greatness, conquering obstacles, and creating the life you truly deserve. Get ready to slay thrive and unlock your full potential. Don't believe me? I'm going to go ahead and share some of the reviews that are out there so you can hear and you can believe too. 
You have helped me so much these last few weeks. I was with a narcissist for two years. She drove me to the point I wanted to take my own life. Listening to you has made a massive difference. And now I know what I'm with. Thank you, Rebecca. Now the recovery. Thank you for gifting the knowledge to believe in myself again. You have unknowingly helped me legally represent myself through criminal, federal, and civil court proceedings with a narcissist. There would be so many people around the world that you're helping without even knowing like me. You saved my life. Emma, 35 years old, Australia. If you are ready to stand up against injustice and transform the chaos in your life into freedom, possibility, and purpose, then check out Negotiate Your Best Life now. Subscribe to Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.